0: Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. So I just got back from a trip to Dallas where I was speaking at an event for Southwest Airlines and I spent a lot of my time networking. I had such a fun time. I got to meet so many amazing strategic partners, strategic thinkers, amazing people. I just had such a fun time being around live humans. (laughs) And I say live humans because I built my business primarily through COVID. So I have done a lot of online events, a lot of online speaking engagements. um, And I've done some in person as well, but this was by far the largest group I've ever presented for. And I just had so much fun. There were 100 of us in the room. And I have to tell you, there is something really magical about the collective knowledge of 100 people in a room. I was thinking about this as I was preparing to go down there and I actually shared this as part of what I shared to them and that is that if each of us only have three years experience, that's 300 years of experience in that room with 100 different perspectives. And takes, right? So, actually getting together, actually sharing knowledge, actually having everyone all in one space was just so powerful. And I was thinking about networking on my way home, which is why I decided to record this episode all about networking and my kind of approach to it. So, I have been a naturally friendly person my whole life. I have been very curious about people, I have, um, I've genuinely enjoyed meeting new people and experiencing things from their perspective and I just get so much energy from it. And after a certain point it is exhausting, like for those of you who are introverts, I know how tiring it can be as well, but there's something really invigorating about getting to know people, especially people with a shared experience. And especially EAs, because we are just so siloed. And so to have 100 of us in a room just felt really powerful to me. I'm going to share like my own personal experience with networking. And I have some good experiences, and I also have some not-so-great experiences. So back in the day when I was in college, I remember um, going to my best friend's graduation dinner... She asked me to come because her, both of her parents would be there and they were divorced and they didn't get along well. So she asked me to talk with her dad when she was talking with her mom or talk with her mom while she talked with her dad and the evening went swimmingly. And I think the reason for that is because I, I am genuinely curious about people. I have a genuine interest in them and I also know how to have a conversation with just about anybody. And this is as a result of my theater degree. I I blame my theater degree for that skill, (laughs) or I attribute my theater degree for that skill because I had to learn how to collaborate with a wide variety of people. I had to learn how to put up with a wide variety of egos. I I had to learn how to be in a room with multiple strong personalities at the same time and navigate that. And so people always ask me, or sometimes they ask me, was your theater degree worth it? Like you're not actually doing theater now, but the intrinsic value of that experience is 100% worth it. I do not regret getting a degree in theater. I went in an actor and I came out a designer and I studied lighting design. That was my area of expertise in theater. And I do not regret it at all because of all these other ancillary skills that I picked up as a result. And one of those skills is being able to converse with anybody. Truly anybody. In fact, I had that skill back in high school too. I'll never forget. I had a teacher tell me once um, or tell my parents once during parent-teacher conferences that he sat me in in the seating chart in the middle of boys with the hopes that that would quench my desire to be chatty in the classroom and it did not. I was just as chatty with the boys as I was with the girls. Um, so I've had that skill my whole life, but I really do feel like my theater degree honed that because I had to navigate certain experiences, I had to navigate personalities that I'd never come up against. So I will say that I do have issues in certain circles, networking in certain circles. So uh, last week, or the week before last actually, I took my son Sammy, who's three years old, to his preschool open house. He's starting preschool this year. And I walked into the room and there was this circle of parents standing there chatting. And then the teacher was off to the side having a side conversation with another parent. And we stood there for the longest time (laughs) until Sammy discovered the building toys. So Sammy's mind works a lot like an engineer. His dad has an engineering degree. That does not surprise me. So Sammy went off and ran and played with the builder toys because that's just who he is. And... I was left to navigate this room that was pretty closed off actually. Like the group that was talking did not seem open to, to having anybody new come in. The teacher was talking with somebody else. And then I eventually just kind of worked my way into that circle and met all the parents that were there and then networked some other people as they arrived and different things. So I understand that that uneasy feeling that we get when we're networking. And I think it depends on what circle you're in. And I think it depends on your comfort level with the people that you're with, right? So in the event in in Dallas at Southwest Airlines, I was totally in my element. Those were my people. I, I meet with executive assistants on a daily basis. I love executive assistants. I know how to relate to executive assistants. I know the struggles we go through. I intimately know the ins and outs of the role. So I understand those things being in a room full of strangers who I'm I'm not very familiar with and and the only point of relation that we have is our children. That's new for me. So, of course, networking in that circle kind of it wasn't that easy. So, I'm going to share I'm going to share like my best strategies for networking so that you guys can go out and crush it. <laughs> and my first strategy is start with what you're doing right. So, by that I mean, I really want you to acknowledge all the ways in which you're already networked. So, I'm thinking of, in particular in our work lives. So, many of you know the doorman, many of you know the security officers at your building, many of you know these players that are that are integral to your day-to-day life, but they aren't necessarily someone that you work directly with. And those relationships are super, super valuable. Knowing the cleaning crew, knowing the person to call in case there's an accident, an accident in your office. Vendors are another... Um, kind of thing that you can know and harness the power of, right? So um, so if you have a request from a vendor or you need something from them, you probably already know the vendors because you probably already established a relationship with them. So think about what you're doing right already. Think about all the people you've connected with. Think about all the ways that you're showing up for yourself and for your executive and for your role uh, in terms of networking that you're already nailing. <laughs> and then show up. That's, that's in my next kind of strategy. Just show up. So if you're somebody who is newer to networking or you're an introvert and you are putting yourself out there by just showing up, showing up can be enough especially when you're first starting out. So I went to networking events a lot for my last executive that I supported because I knew that there were certain vendors we would need and I wanted to network with other family offices. So part of what I did for my executive was manage his entire financial world and his estate. So I was heavy in the family office world for for the last maybe seven years of my of my life as an executive assistant. And so I was going to events specifically designed for family offices and high net worth people and how they manage their money in order to kind of network with other family offices. And what I found through that process was that each family office is unique and most family offices don't want to share how they're investing because they're so private, right? But I wouldn't have known that unless I actually showed up to those events. And I wouldn't have known that unless I actually met some of these people. And then I got into the high net worth um, circles around like money managers and that sort of thing. So I showed up and I networked with some of them and got to know some of those people. And we actually found um, we actually found a big key vendor for my executives world, because I put my f- self forward and found them through networking. So I'm saying that because it does make a difference. And it can make a difference in your world as an executive assistant, but also in the world of your executive and organization. So when you're first starting out, though, just know that just showing up can be enough. So I would show up to these family office events. I would show up to these high net worth like events and I would literally be like the only woman in the room. There may be one other woman (laughs) representing a family office. Um, But just showing up was enough. And by that, I mean that people will come up to you and you can strike up a conversation from there. And so whatever circle you're in, whatever kind of environment you're in, I give you kudos for showing up. Because that is a big step, especially if you're more introverted and you have a hard time like putting yourself out there. Or it just takes a lot of energy to put yourself out there. And I also know that putting yourself out there can be uncomfortable. So that's that's the first thing. If you show up, kudos. Kudos to you. Kudos for taking a chance. Kudos for allowing yourself to experience the discomfort of showing up to an environment that you may not be super comfortable or familiar with. And the next kind of thing I want to say about networking is to know your why. You're stepping outside your comfort zone for a reason. Know your why. Is it that you want to connect with other executive assistants? If you go to a conference or you go to a networking event for assistance, is that your reason why? You just want to make connections so you feel less siloed. Is it that you want to make connections for your executive, as in the case I just shared with you about the family office space? Know your reason why. It's a great way to put yourself out there. It's a great way to get out of your comfort zone and reminding yourself of why you're actually showing up is a great, is a great strategy for not leaving immediately, not doing an about face and just walking out the door. <laughs> and so some practical tips whenever you show up to a networking event or to an event where you're going to have to speak to people that you aren't necessarily familiar or comfortable with. My first practical tip is to be courteous and to look people in the eye. Courtesy and a friendly smile goes a long way. Looking people in the eye goes a long way. Showing that you're interested in them and curious about them and, um, and you're engaged with them will go a long way. My second practical tip, and I've actually learned this one the hard way, is to ask open-ended questions. So don't ask yes or no questions. Ask questions like, How did you find out about today's events? Questions like that, that will get the conversation flowing and going. You can ask them about their career. You can ask them about what their hobbies are. Asking open-ended questions are a great way to get the conversation rolling. If you just ask yes or no questions, then the conversation may not progress from there because it's like you ask the yes or no question, they give you the answer and that's just the end. (laughs) Another practical tip that I have for you all is to bring business cards, bring business cards and expect to give them out at networking events in particular, especially at networking events. And then also at conferences, like in a conference setting, people want to know who you are. They want to connect with you. And the best way to do that is to leave them a business card. And I also include on my business card, like LinkedIn information, because that's a great way to reach out to you and connect with you. And then they can follow you. You can follow them. It's a great way to connect with people. But bringing business cards is something that I would forget about when I would go to these events. And then I'd be kicking myself because I'd want someone to reach out to me. And instead, I'd have a stack of cards to reach out to the other people, right? Which is okay sometimes, but sometimes you actually want people to reach back out to you. (laughs) especially if they're the vendor. Um, Not always, but sometimes. So bring business cards. And then my last practical tip is to develop a genuine curiosity. If we're genuinely curious about people, then we're more likely to engage with them. And I just have such a curiosity about people. I have a curiosity about what makes them tick. I have a curiosity about why they're in a certain situation. I have a curiosity about who they are and and what they're passionate about. I've always had a genuine curiosity about people and it served me well through life and it definitely serves me well when it comes to networking. So those are my best strategies for networking. Like I said before, I've been thinking a lot about it since I got back from Dallas. And you guys, Dallas in August... I'm recording this podcast in August. I went to Dallas just last week. Oh boy, I actually, <laughs> I was meeting a friend for lunch and um, she's actually a client of mine as well. I adore her and she's from the Dallas area. So I, I met her for lunch and I was waiting outside the restaurant for her. And I'm like, oh, I'll just sit here on this little stoop and I'll just wait for my friend to show up. And I was out there for all of maybe... 45 seconds before I'm like nope not doing this it's way way too hot out here is just insane so yeah um I, I have to kind of laugh at that because Dallas in August not that great It made me very very thankful for AC for sure Anyway, just kind of a funny little thing. I never spent much time in Dallas until this last time. And I had a friend of mine from Southwest take me to see the grassy knoll and like tell me the stories. And it was a great experience. We had some really great Latin food while I was there as well. So um, and if I met you in Dallas at Southwest or otherwise, um, thank you so much for tuning in the podcast. I hope you'll I hope you'll stay around for a while we have a lot of fun um, here and so yeah thank you so much it was such a fun time okay guys that is what i have for you guys today be intentional be whole that is all for now i help assistants apply the concepts i share on this podcast if you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you please email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call